Welcome to Aligned with Purpose, where we really dive deep into personal development and also manifestation mastery, which I'm really excited for you to drop into today's episode. We have the honor of hosting Dave Conway. He is actually coached 25,000 entrepreneurs and coaches, and his expertise is in manifestation. He's the founder of Conway Consulting, and he's dedicated to really helping individuals unlock the potential that's within themselves and transform it into tangible results within their life and their business. But uh, Dave's journey wasn't always rooted in this realm of mindset and manifestation. He had humble beginnings as a carpenter, earning $5,000 a month And then his life took a really monumental turn when he discovered the profound power of manifestation. This pivotal moment changed the trajectory of his life, and he started to see his income skyrocketing to over $550,000 per month. So through his work uh, with Bob Proctor, uh, he's now made it his mission to empower individuals around the world, leaving behind his own legacy of transformation and empowerment. So... Join us as we bring Dave onto the show where he's going to share some insights with you and some really incredible takeaways for you to up your manifestation game starting right now. So, Dave, thank you so much for joining me. I'm really honored to have you here. Uh, I'm curious for you and your experience of entrepreneurship, what, what does that mean to you, being aligned with purpose? Yeah, it's a cool question. Uh, well... I never really identify as an entrepreneur, to be honest. Um, I'm not even sure if I entered and identify as one today. I guess I am one, like maybe a serial one. Uh, but the idea of like being an entrepreneur, um, I don't know. Never, I don't think it was really a decision. I uh, just found out something that I really love to do, which is to, to teach mindset to people. And uh, I think internally I always do fight for freedom um, you know, it's in school when I was growing up, I used to always be getting in trouble all the time or uh, be out in the hallway all the time. And I think it was because I was always just pushing a, pushing back against uh, anyone that was trying to like that I perceived uh, take my freedom. So <clears throat> so for me, the entrepreneur route, I think, is the only way that I would be able to live, actually, to be honest. So, mm. yeah, aligned with purpose. Um, yeah, if you find out what you love to do. And you can dedicate your life to it and you can make good money while you do it. Well, mm. then you're, I think you're on purpose. Mm, totally. I love that answer. So then for you on your journey, it sounds like now you're doing that. Like you are the definition, in my opinion, of like someone who is fully aligned with their purpose and becoming more and more aligned to that as your journey continues and unfolds. Uh Looking back, I would love to hear a bit of your story. At one point, did you feel like that wasn't the case? You weren't in alignment? (laughs) At what point? What about all the points? (laughs) Before now. Um, Yeah, so I first uh, went to business on my own in 2006 as a carpenter. Um, So I was in carpentry. And well, mm-hmm. I started carpentry and then I started my own business doing that. And I got stuck. What I say, I got, I got stuck into the, you know, construction industry for almost 13 years and I never liked it. I never liked it. Uh, I just had yeah. this moment in, in my life where my life changed a lot. And I, I guess I lost a lot of my confidence 
and my brother at the time um, was preparing like a lumber yard. This company came in to, they'd build houses on site and then ship them out to like rural areas. And my brother got hired there to start prepping the yard. And he said, I can get you a job at this lumber yard. And to me, that sounded perfect because I um, <clears throat> I uh, didn't really want to communicate with anybody. So I thought, yeah, sit in a forklift all the time would be fantastic. So I ended up working there. And I got 13 years from that one suggestion. Wow. So I ended up uh, getting a job in there. And then this guy hired me to become a carpenter with him, framing houses. And then I was decent at it. So then being my, I guess I have an entrepreneurial spirit. Um, I went out on my own and then I started to do construction and then I became mm -hmm. a general contractor and then I was building homes for people and I was uh, building out, you know, small improvements. So like doctor's clinics and retail stores and all that, that kind of stuff. And I hated every minute of it. Mm. And then in 2015, um, I just started getting this feeling inside that like I was meant to be doing something more. There was something more to life than what I was doing. I don't think I'm the only one with that feeling. You know, a lot of my workshops now, I've gotten the honor to speak to like tens of thousands of people. And I always ask, you know, who here feels that they're destined for something greater? And every person raises their hand. Wow. Everybody. Um, so that feeling for me was like really growing and growing and growing. Now, at the time, I, I would be what I would call today a, a closeted personal development junkie. So I was like, I like this shit. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, I hadn't come out of the clock, hadn't come out yet, uh, sharing with the world yet that I was, I love personal development and, and I loved um, spiritual stuff and mental sciences and, and praying and God and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I, I just kept it to myself. Um, actually so much so that, uh, even, um, my wife, when we started dating first, she's like, you know, where do you go on Fridays and what do you do? <laughs> wow. I used to go to church. I used to go to church and stuff. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, this feeling really started to grow, um, pounding in, in 2015. And I, I've stayed with that feeling for about two, a little over two more years. And, um, this idea came in my mind. Those two years were miserable, by the way, because when you really feel like you're meant to be doing something different than you're actually doing and yeah. you're not actually doing it, um, mm. you know, you, you create like a, a, like, um, like a gap in yourself, right? So where your, your, your mind is mm. doing something, but your heart is telling you to do something else. You can start to, it's almost like you're ripping your, your, your consciousness apart. Mm. And, um, so this thought came in my, my mind. I said, I wonder if I, I wonder if Bob Proctor is still doing his thing. So um, I had the honor of getting, um, meeting Bob Proctor. I was 18 years old, uh, who I call the OG, the original gangsta of personal development, <laughs> mm -hmm. the, the king daddy of law of attraction. And um, mm -hmm. I went online and he was hosting an event called The Paradigm Shift down in Los Angeles, California. And I got a ticket for my wife and I. Um, and that was the most painful weekend of my entire life. That was May of 2017. And mm -hmm. uh, what happened to me was I realized that um, I hadn't integrated much of the stuff that I was studying uh, all those years. And uh, my life just wasn't all that good. And I think I was lacking a couple like key, key pieces of knowledge. The first piece of knowledge was um, a thing called a paradigm. So what a paradigm is, is just a belief system. And it doesn't matter what you know, it matters what you believe. So mm. that was like a massive, massive awareness for me. 
And then the second piece was the self-image. It's uh, actually understanding that we have the ability as human beings to sit down, uh, ask ourselves, what do we really want? Once we determine what we want, so AKA a goal, um, mm -hmm. then say, you know, who's the man, woman, or person that is uh, producing that goal, that is living that goal? Because what a goal really is, a goal is an idea. And inside every idea that runs through our minds, there's a life inside that idea. And inside every life, there's a lifestyle and there's a person living it. So he taught me, I missed those in those 15 years of studying too. Um, number one was start to uh, understand the paradigm on a deeper level and start to understand the self-image. And that's mm -hmm. when I started having massive, massive quantum leaps. And uh, that weekend, there was an opportunity to... Um, get licensed to to sell Bob Proctor's material mm. and uh I did it and I honestly I felt like I died and gone to heaven like I was like this is what I was put on earth to do I was wow. here to, to do this S-H-I-T I was like here to do this <laughs> and uh within my first year I became the number two selling consultant in the world um in a little over two years I was earning over a million bucks a year doing this speaking to people all over the place um this year we crossed just we just just shy of seven million dollars in uh, coaching sales. Just unbelievable. Yeah. My life is just like a fairy a fairy tale now. Wow, incredible! It's, a, it's amazing. The alignment, the journey, the story, and so I'd be curious through your time working with Bob Proctor, what was what was the most interesting thing you felt like you took away from that experience that you didn't expect prior to going into it? Oh, um, you know, I was reading it today, <laughs> but uh, where the heck is it? Um, let's see if I can run out of my memory. Um, so a lot of people say to me like, uh, oh, wow, like you're so lucky um, to get to work with Bob Proctor. And my response always is, uh, not really. <laughs> like, not really, man. <laughs> It was an absolute massacre of Dave Conway. Um, in my first year, well, about 18 months. In my first 18 months, um, I had changed so much that my own wife, um, Jack, sat me down and interviewed me, asked me 33 questions because she didn't know who I was anymore. Wow, really? Yes, and every time I would come like at Bob with a reason why life was the way it was or why I couldn't do something or why a result was the way it was, he mm. never accepted it. He never accepted it. So in our, my entire relationship with him, um, to this day, I'm still not even sure that he liked me. I have no idea. Uh, but I know he believed in me. Mm. And he was always pushing for that version. Like, help me understand that it's all vibration. It's all frequencies. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of people in the world today that go into manifestation, you know, manifestation gets um, a bad rap. I think a lot of people justifyingly have it. It's almost like what's happened to manifestation is what happened to religion, where like people like don't trust religion no more. It's like they, you know, they, they because the, some of the BS that happens in religion. Well, it's the same with manifestation. So the key, what I believe is what he taught me more than anyone else in my life was that True manifestation is manifesting a new version of yourself. So each individual in the world is naturally producing their life. Like they may not like their life, mm -hmm. but they are naturally producing it. So if you want to manifest a new life, the key is in starting to manifest a new version of yourself. 
And he helped me do that. And he taught me how to do that for myself. You know, even before this, um, this podcast today, I was actually designing my new 2024 version of Dave Conway. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, he's brilliant. I can't wait to meet him. Oh, that's, that's really intriguing. So this new version of you, that's coming to life in 2024. What were some of the prompts or activities that you would have brought yourself through to figure that out so that you can intentionally oh, yeah. manifest? Yeah, it's actually very, very simple. So manifestation, um, controlled manifestation starts in the imagination. So it's very, very simple. Like you sit down, take a pen and paper. At the top of the paper, you can just ask yourself, like, what do I really want? Like, what do I really want? And make sure you're not um, like saying small incremental growth. So that's one massive thing that Bob taught me. It's like I was a carpenter earning 5,000 bucks a month. Mm -hmm. And on May of that weekend, I wrote down I was earning $100,000 a month as a mentor. Like mm -hmm. that's 20x of the income, but not just 20x yeah. of the income. Um, completely different profession too. Yeah. So he taught me to start to like stretch the imagination out um, as far as you as you can and start to go after that in a, in a one-year increment. So I wrote out what I really want. Well, I wanted $100,000 a month. I wanted to do this. I wanted to be world-class at it. I wanted, you know, thousands of clients all over the world. I want a um, healthy body, healthy mind. Um, I want... Uh, I wrote, I, wrote, I wrote like a ton of stuff down. And that's what you can do. So as you write all that down, I do the same thing for 2024. What do I want to see happen in 2024? And as I write all that stuff down, you find it just comes out very naturally. Mm -hmm. And then I ask myself, okay, who's the man that's producing that? So where do I have to tighten? Where do I have to sharpen the mm -hmm. axe? And all I do today is all I do is build a clear mental picture of that man. Once you build a clear mental picture of that man, woman, or person, and you keep through repetition and pressing that upon our subconscious mind you'll find that your world starts to naturally move that way mm. yeah i'm curious your thoughts it's really in alignment with this i actually today on timing just finished the book ask and it is given oh abraham picks ask and it is given oh mm. yeah yeah i'm curious yeah. your take on this because a lot of the book is about manifestation and the whole idea here i'm curious if this is in alignment for you is as soon as you ask universe god like the message is received now it's just you giving space to allow the manifestation to occur and that's where a lot of people put the block up it's because a lot of times we're looking more at the absence of the thing versus staying focused on the thing itself and trusting that it's already on its way I'm curious your, your take on that. Do, do you agree with that? Yeah, I think the only reason a person would never manifest something in their life, like intentionally, is they've never actually made a decision. Mm. So yeah, that's what it is. Like in every decision, there's two decisions. So there's like a decision to do it, and then there's a decision to do it. Mm. So I think her, her, um, her, her advice is 100% accurate. Because once you, once, you, once you make a decision that you are going to do something or you're going to be something or you're going to serve someone or you're going to receive something, once you make that decision, it's done. A hundred percent. Now, usually what happens is, the, I kind of have some different perceptions on it. Um, one day I asked myself, like, what's God's paradigm? 
like what's the universe's paradigm? What the hell's the universe up to? Mm-hmm. And the, the answer came very, very fast. Um, the universe's paradigm is support. The universe's paradigm is giving. That's all it does. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you know, I don't think the sun, like the sun's shining where I am today. It's, you know, it's never been like, no, not today, Dave. You've been bad or whatever. You know, it's not like mm-hmm. Santa with good girls. <laughs> it's like, you know, pull, pulls it back. Like it's always just giving and giving and giving. And what I found is that when you when you start to manifest in harmony with the universal laws, what usually happens is that the universe will open up a area in which you get to serve. <clears throat> so I think even a lot of entrepreneurs out there, they try to design their life for themselves. I personally don't uh, relate to that. I am totally obsessed with just helping people get what I'm saying. And I found that mm. my life is just taken care of for me. Mm. Outside mm. that, like prosperity, wealth, health, relationships, the whole thing. It's just more and more love. Love begets more love. Just keeps coming and coming and coming. Um, so, yeah, I would agree 100% with her. No mm. question. Yeah. That's you got to understand what you are. Like, we have to understand what we are. Mm-hmm. We're spiritual beings. We have an intellect and we live in a physical body. You've got to start to get this. People have to start to understand that their thoughts are without question the most important thing in their life. If you set an idea in motion, you need to understand that it's done. The idea will evolve you. It will pull, it will start to pull you apart. And that's what I mean. Like when you ask me about Bob, you know, what's yeah. one of the greatest lessons? I say, well, he pulled me apart. Like, like, you see, I was naturally producing the crummy life I was producing. Did I want it? No, I didn't want it, but I was responsible for it. I was producing it. So when we go out, we need to understand that the universe will evolve our consciousness so we start to release that. And sometimes it'll push our scared little, our scared little asses uh, to do something or we have a realization about ourselves. You know, it's usually that's what it is. It's usually a big lesson. You realize something about yourself. You're selfish. You have a bad attitude. You're not good at something. But then people go down with that awareness, eh? And that's not mm. good. Mm. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, it's interesting that you said it was like the massacre of Dave Conway. Yeah. Oh, he was, I killed him. He, I've, I've killed him probably three times now since. That's that's wild. And so then these thoughts, because you mentioned like the thoughts are the most important thing to ev- everyone's life and them being the creator. How did you begin to take control of these thoughts the, I'm just going to leave uh, it at that. I'm just curious. Yeah. Uh, I think, I th- for me personally, I think it's really important that people have a goal. But not just like a goal in the sense of like, oh, like, like the word, how it's tossed around. I think goal is one of the most misunderstood words in the English language too. Mm. Uh, the word goal and imagination got to be the two most misunderstood words in the English language. They're mm. just used so... Um, like casually, but a goal, what a goal is, is a goal is a spiritual seed. A goal is actually human beings need goals to get in harmony with the universal laws. Mm. 99.9 times out of every hundred, if someone's having a problem, it's because they don't have a goal. Because the world, your, your imagination is hooked up to an infinite power. It's hooked up to your five senses. And it's also hooked up to your internal belief system. 
So our imaginations are literally fighting three battlefield battlefronts at all times. So you got this universal side telling you to run faster, jump higher, be better, you know. Then you got the you're you're communicating with the outside world through your five senses. It's so obvious why life is the way it is. And then you've got yeah. this belief system inside feeding you BS or good stuff, either one, uh, mm. perpetually. So when we start to understand that a, you got to start to get a goal um, that you're going to change your life for. And when you go after these goals, we want to start to go after them like our life depends on it. Because the truth is that it does. That life mm. anyway, that life like if you want to go, like for me, I went from five grand to a hundred grand a month. Now that's just money, but doing a different profession, I had to pursue that and I had to embody mm-hmm. that and I had to become obsessed about it. I would write it out multiple times a day, back and front, just pages and pages over and over and over, like, like, a, like a deluded maniac, like over and over and over and over. I can't even begin to tell you how many of these books I've, well, not these ones, these uh, nice Smithson ones I have, how many, how many I've burned through. Like dozens and dozens and dozens. Writing the same thing. If someone found my books, they just think I was a nut job. <laughs> they just think I was going <laughs> Oh my gosh. I thought I was the only one. Uh, we, we live in a, right now we're traveling full time. So we're in a fifth wheel. Not right now. We're in Vermont. But I've got an entire mini closet full of just journals. And it's very similar. It's just rewriting the vision again and again and again and yeah and there's something really powerful about putting a pen to paper and just connecting well, with it i remember one time bob said this to me and i'll never forget it and i'll say it to you mm. he said imagine when and he had a pen like this and he said imagine when dave everything you write becomes your reality wow because it does repetition of thought is the only way to change a paradigm outside of an emotional impact, but we don't plan those. So you got to rely on the repetition of thought. Wow. So, so then through the repetition, through the writing and the continuously connecting to the, the vision that you're creating and the version of you that you're becoming, then, then what? Then you just wake up every day with a, an abundant expectancy that you're becoming that person. Hmm. Like, you mm-hmm. got to know what's coming. Don't set a goal unless you intend on achieving it. People, people's attitude, our attitudes have to change. You guys have the worst attitude. And um, we have to, our attitude has to change around goals. People, people mm-hmm. set goals with this hope and wish energy. And like, oh, wouldn't that be nice? Or, oh, I wish. Mm-hmm. And, oh, maybe one day or whatever. This is how they set them, hey? Or a lot of people totally. set big goals and they get anxiety and fear. No. That's not the point of a goal. You got to understand what a goal is. A goal is from from God. A goal is from your higher self to get you to grow, to become one with your creator. So Mm -hmm. why would it shortcome you? Mm. You got to know what's happening. Mm. Attitude has to change dramatically in that moment of conception. So this is probably what she's saying in her book. Like at that moment of conception, when you conceive the goal or the idea, yeah. you have to know that it's done. You can't have any willy-nilly. Like if you've if you've any off belief, it ain't a coming. Mm. Wow. Yeah, which goes back to the thoughts being the most important thing that you can possibly be focused on shifting. Then I'm curious because 
I've, I've struggled to, I get hung up on the how, to be honest with you. Like that's been my, my core struggle is like, okay, great. We have this vision. We're connecting to it. Like we do believe that it's coming fully, but then there's the, well, today we need to do this, this, and this to get us further no, on don't. the path. Like how do you balance this no, you doing don't. from the being? Yeah, you don't. Mm. That's the crazy thing. That's what her book has done saying as well, by the way. You, you need yeah, to read no, this book. You're going to love I'll it. I'll read it. I wrote it down. I'll read it for 100%. <laughs> no, no, you don't actually at all. Mm. Like, I, 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 share, I, I share these numbers with you. Not like I, I'm, I'm indifferent to them, truthfully. They're just a showcase of how much my life has changed. Totally, yeah. Like, how the hell does a carpenter earn 5000 bucks a month? In November, in November, we close 960000 in a month. It's incredible. It's insane. Yeah. And if someone watched me for a day, I don't know if they'd be that impressed. Truthfully. When you start to understand how to use your imagination and your will... And learn how to relax into every idea. You see, a lot of people, and I used to be like this. I think I was like this. I, I could still be like this to a degree. Um, I know that it's changed a lot for me in 2023 as I reflect back on 2023. Um, I was like, if something changed to me, this is a big part that changed. I used to always trying to be like getting somewhere or, um, you know, try, trying to change things all the time. And that's good. That is good. Um, that's really not the deal. You just have to learn how to relax into every idea. Like learn how to ask. You yeah. gotta, we got to know where we are. And this is the second time I've said this today now. We got to know what we are. We are created in the image and likeness of God. Like we are divine creatures. We got to understand that. Mm -hmm. So why would we be shortcome? Why, why would, why would we be left without? The only, the only people that bring poverty into this world is humans. Yeah. And it's our thoughts of the lack, thoughts of the not enough. If, if a person's not seeing their manifestation, there's probably two reasons. The first is they never really made a decision. Mm -hmm. That's number one. Number two, they have a desire sequencing problem. They've got multiple desires running. Interesting. Interesting. So they're always trying to weigh them out. And if, especially if they're left brain too, they're like, you might be a mother and then you're an entrepreneur and you want to travel and you want to this and you want to that. You have all these different desires and you could be a wife and you want to be this and that and the other. And then you want to be healthy and sounds like me. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perfect. So you got all these desires mm -hmm. and in a strange way, it's like you are not good enough, so you, you want to change things. So it's like, I want to be here for my daughter. I want to be here for my son. I want to be this for my wife. I want to be this for my husband. I want to be this for myself. I want, you know, and we're always like coming up short. So then we're kind of chasing. And what we do is we make the great mistake. We never change our vibration. We just go into the left brain. Your imagination controls what vibration you live on. So we never get off the frequency. So we keep producing the same results. Oh, we can work. And then we'll have moments of satisfaction where we think we're getting somewhere for a period of time. But then when you look at the results, you're like, shit, man, these are barely even changing. 
Mm. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. So then, so then on the day to day, if we're not focusing on how to do something, we're connecting to the vision, fully believing that it's happening. Oh no, it's already done. Already. Oh, already done. Yeah. Okay. So then does that leave our entire day just being in joy, being in happiness, like finding ways to just live in a way that is aligned for you? Yeah. Why do we make it so complicated on ourselves? I have no idea. We're dumbasses. Yeah, right? (laughs) Yeah, I know. We're stupid. It's interesting, right? Because society tends to ingrain in us since we're young that it's the opposite of that. Oh, that's terrible advice. I followed that advice till 2017. I was unhappy, unhealthy, and unwealthy. And that's... And if we look around, that's so many of those who are around us and a lot of times also giving us advice. Well, you can't listen to anybody. Do you know that every person you listen to becomes your mentor? Mm. Every person. I have a a lady in my family. Her mentor is Anderson Cooper. Mm. Just watching the CNN all the time. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's so true. Yeah, you got to watch what goes in. You'd never leave the front door of your home open or unlocked so anyone can walk in and out. But we do with the mind all the time. You'd never do that. You'd never let strangers walk through with muddy boots. But you do it all the time with your mind. Mm. And the body is the first place that takes the blows of the mind too. Mm. So then how do you begin to lock that door you got to get a goal man mm, all goes back to the goal you got to get a goal you got to you got to be pursuing mm. something worth changing for and how you'll know if you have a real goal one time i had a client ask me dave because i was calling her i said you don't have a real goal i said you're so full of crap and then she's like yeah i do and i said no you don't and she's like well how do i know i've got a real goal i said is it changing your behavior mm. Wow. Like your yeah. goal has to change your behavior. You see, the goal will change your behavior. Everybody thinks that changing the behavior will produce the goal. Well, maybe temporarily. That's why someone can lose 20 pounds and then put it all back on. Yeah, very true. That's right. So mm. the goal needs to change the behavior. So over time, your goal will discipline you. Your goal will discipline you. Oh, that's huge. And then you mentioned goals, like like the mother, entrepreneur, Uh, wants to travel, like all of those different elements of the goal, but you said it needs to be more focused. Like you need to choose one of those things. Did I understand that correctly? Like how would you make it so the goal is more clear with one thing? Yeah. So for me, I I orientate all my goals around money because they're trackable. And then, um, then I'll sprinkle is what I call sprinkling the goal card. So like this year in 2024 for me, like health is a big thing. But I'm still, my, my, my annual or my monthly income goal is still my primary. But I know that the only thing that will stop me today, I'm 40 next year. I know that the only thing going to stop me from achieving my next goal will be my health. Like I know mm. that. It won't mm-hmm. be my mind. It'll be my health. Mm. Interesting. So yeah, so I get right you, locked in. So locked in goal around money. And then would there be like a set? Can you do like a secondary goal around health or oh, sure. would it all just, <clears throat> yeah. okay. So you could yeah, have multiple. Like you could have a house. Yeah. It could be like 
So if you want a vehicle, a house, a lifestyle, a, a okay. health, um, relationships, you want to be more loving, you want to have more confidence, maybe you want to grow your team to a certain point. <clears throat> I call it sprinkling the goal card. And then mm. what starts to happen is so you got this big goal. I think people call them BHAGs or whatever. So you got these big BHAGs. But around, I sprinkle them with all these different motivations. And then what happens is as I progress through the year, you just totally scratch them off. Mm, but I'm, yeah. not, I'm not one to track. Like, I I'm, I'm a different kind of guy. Like, I'm not one to be like, okay, we did this and this and this. That's, just, my, that's not how I roll. Yeah, it, it's also not how it works. It's not how it works if you're following this philosophy. Yeah. If you want to follow the other ones, which the world loves and YouTube loves. You know, I, um, they started, I used to write for Forbes. I used to write for... Um, entrepreneur and we had to stop writing for them because they were screening everything I was saying oh wow and I just thought well maybe maybe it's just not our our um, audience so we just stopped interesting interesting and when we're talking about where where you're keeping these goals it, it it's kept going back to the goal is the most important thing so for you is that continuing to write it in a book or do you have I don't know. Do you recommend any other tools to help someone continue to connect with this goal or just good old pen to paper as always? Yeah, good old pen to paper works great. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so you can write it. You can visualize it. You can auto suggest it. Hmm. The key is that you're thinking about it all the time. Okay. Mm. It's exciting. This is a great topic coming it's around amazing. the new year. It's amazing. It really is. Like there's a book called Think and Grow Rich. It's not work mm. your ass off and grow rich. Ooh, yes. It's not. It's not plan your ass off and grow rich either. Mm. Yeah, and, I, and I'm curious for you. As I actually was hosting a, a group session this morning. And the, I was talking with all the entrepreneurs and all the coaches. I'm like, why did you start this business? Everyone said freedom. Yet only the half of the room said they actually felt free. Oh, yeah. Isn't, isn't that interesting? That's... Well, freedom's a decision. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, I've done I've done over 10,000 one-on-one coaching calls now. And I'll tell you, every person I've ever met, they all want freedom, 100% mm -hmm. of them. But yeah. I'd also tell you only less than 1% are actually ready for it. And choose it. Well, you'd have to give everything up. You'd have to become detached. And how, like did, how have you... How have you found that detachment? Uh, in which way? Like the detachment from the idea of holding on to the things that you used to do before or the way well, you used to be. I've gotten a pretty healthy understanding today that the outside world is a secondary world. That it's the inside world that's going to produce it. Mm. So I've stopped letting the outside world dictate how I feel on the inside. Really powerful. So so yeah. you just got to detach. It, we are powerful. What's incredibly, that? We are incredibly powerful. Oh, it's amazing. You got no idea. One time I had this client say, can you swear on this podcast or no? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so I had this client say to me, he said, Conway, you fucker. He said, <laughs> he said, you say it's all about the money and then it's all this spiritual shit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <gasps> yeah that's really interesting and i'm curious i'm curious for you we were talking about sedona right before we dropped in here 
I'm curious how you would begin to work with the energy of a place like Sedona to help in this manifestation of the goal. How could you begin to work with the energies of a place like that? The vortex. Uh, well, it's so beauty. It's beautiful. Yeah, it is. So, um, but you find that energy all over the place. Like, you know, like Catholic churches that are dedicated to Mary. I found though, I find those very, very beautiful. There's something different going on in them. Mm. Um, you can find it in your own house. You can find it in nature. But I think that Sedona is a special place just because it's so dang beautiful. So if you yeah. can just, I think, I think just the beauty of it makes a person go inside. Mm. Mm -hmm. That is so true. You know, when yeah. you see some, like it happens to me in the mountains too, like, you know, the Rocky Mountains, same thing. Mm. Yeah, it almost inspires like this moving medita meditative state. Yeah, like yeah. forces you to reflect. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I think that's why. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm curious for you. Do you have any other books? You, you recommended Think and Grow Rich or you brought it in. I'm curious if you have any books that you would recommend that would yeah, go deeper got, on. Uh, yeah. yeah, I've got seven of them, I think. Um, I have them behind me all the time. So everything I've ever uh, achieved or received in my life has all come from these bad boys. Wow. So I've really? got, uh, yeah, all everything. So I've got, um, Thomas Troward here. This is the, this is probably my favorite book ever written. I think every answer to wow. every question is in this one. So his name's Thomas Troward. This is his six, his six, his six books here. <clears throat> then you got the law of success by Napoleon Hill, which is a pretty thick book. So it's good for studying and it's also good for, um, like, you know, hitting a robber over the head if they try and break into your house. So. <laughs> good, good point, yes. <laughs> and then uh, this is The Science Getting Rich by Walsh D. Waddles. Mm. This is Think a Rich by Napoleon Hill. This is As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. This is The Power of Awareness by Neville. And this is a very special book to me, which I don't share with anybody. Mm. Intuitively, I don't. So if it comes yes. to you, it was meant to come to you. Great, but uh, yeah, arsenal. those books. Yeah, they're they're the they're the go tos, and then I always have. Um, so I'll always have one part. <clears throat> I'll always have um, one one page that I've been studying. So I've been studying this now since I think the beginning of November, and I just read this one paragraph over and over and over and over mm. until I understand it. Yeah, thank you for those recommendations. I've yeah, they're amazing. I've got room for another book, so I'm going to choose one of those next. Oh, yeah. Get the Traumas Troward one if you want to go hardcore. Definitely. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, do it. Well, I appreciate your time so much today. Thank you. I've, I'm curious. Do you have anything else you'd like to, to share that you're feeling called to before we wrap it up here? Um, well, if anybody's looking for like a quick fire sort of manifestation thing, you can go to our website at www.conway.consulting and you can just do my 21 day manifestation challenge. Um, it's very simple. And what it does, it helps people with, to help people make clear mental pictures, but then also helps people focus their will onto those pictures. So if I was to share one message, um, yeah. I think it would be this. You are now and you will become 
what you think about. So you are now and you will become what you think about. And that's a quote from Earl Nightingale. And um, I think it's one of, the, one of the greatest things ever said. Mm. Just change your thinking. Change your thinking and focus on a clear goal. Get a goal. Get a goal. Don't waste your time. If, if you don't have a goal, you're just working. Oof. Yeah. Thank yeah you, you don't have to change yourself. The goal will change you. That's huge. You don't have to change yourself. Mm. You're not going to go out into the garden and go out and go up by a piece of grass or a blade of grass. That grass is not working to change itself. Mm. No. So like, hey, little grass, like how you doing today? It's like, oh, just working my butt off. <laughs> just trying to change, man. <laughs> it's not doing that. Nothing in nature, nothing in nature mm. is trying to change itself. No. So start to observe that and learn, well, I'm a part of nature. Why am I the only one struggling? Maybe you've been lied to. Maybe you don't have to. Mm. Wildly powerful and so simple at the same time. Thank amazing. you. Thank you. It is amazing. Oh, all right.